Hey guys, this is Pastor Josh from Fresh Church. We are so excited that you are joining us for our podcast today. I do want to tell you that we pray at Fresh Church that you would get involved in the local church in your city. The Bible says that those that plant themselves in the house of the Lord will flourish. And a podcast and an online experience, a YouTube uh, sermon is amazing, but it does not replace the local church, the hope of the world, the community, the family that God has placed all of us in. And so we hope you find that, and we hope you enjoy this message today. Sitting here thinking, like when we were singing that last song, you know, and we were just singing that over and over, like, You are my hope, you are my hope, you are my hope. And I was sitting there just thinking about how beautiful the gospel is. I was thinking about just how beautiful God's story is the fact that He would redeem us, the fact that He would resurrect us, the fact that He loves us, the fact that He is so good. How many people know there's such hope in here, right? Like, it really is the most beautiful story of all time. It's the most beautiful story that we could ever give our lives to. And so, God, I just want to start out just by praying to you and just saying thank you. What an honor it is that we just even get to be here, that we get to be a part of your story, that we get to enter into what you've been doing for decades and years and years and years and years and years and that you would just continue humanity out of your love for humanity out of your love to see people drawn to you out of your love to see people move from hopelessness to hope out of your love to see people move um, uh, just from 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 death to life God life in you and Lord I pray that we would be reminded of what life with you looks like today in your name amen 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 if you got a Bible I want you to turn to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14. We're going to be looking at a story that a lot of us have, have uh, grew up with, maybe if you've been in church for any time. Um, and if you haven't, and then you're going to hear an amazing story today. It's in Matthew chapter 14. We're going to start in verse 22. It says this. Jesus told his disciples to get into their boat and go to the other side of the lake while he stayed behind to dismiss the people. He's like, I've been around people a lot today. I need a break, and I even need a break from you. Um, and so I want you guys just to get in the boat and go to the other side of the lake. I'm going to stay here and pray for a little bit. After the crowds dispersed, Jesus went to the hills to pray. And as night fell, he was praying there alone with God. Sometimes you got to get alone with God. But the disciples, who were now in the middle of the lake, ran into trouble. For their boat was tossed about by high winds and heavy seas. And about 4 o'clock in the morning, so they've been rowing and rowing and rowing, trying to get back to the shore probably, and it's 4 o'clock in the morning. And um, Jesus came to them, walking on the waves. And when the disciples saw him walking on top of the water, they were terrified and screamed, a ghost, a ghost, a ghost. But Jesus said, be brave. Don't be afraid. I am here. That's for somebody in here. You need to be brave. You need to not be afraid right now because he is in the midst of the situation that you can't see. He's in the midst of the situation that you can't figure out. You just need to be brave and you need to not be afraid. And you need to just know that Jesus is there with you. Even as the storm is all around. Peter shouted, Lord, is that really you? If it's really you, then have me join you on the water. Jesus is like, this is awesome. This guy's going to really try to walk on water with me. He's really going to jump out of the boat. All right, sure. Come on, join me, Peter. Join me. Jesus replied, 
So Peter stepped out onto the water and began to walk toward Jesus. But when he realized how high the waves were, he became frightened and started to sink. Save me, Lord, he cried out. And Jesus immediately stretched out his hand and lifted him up and said, What little faith you have. Why would you let doubt win? And at the very moment they both stepped into the boat, the raging wind ceased. Then all the disciples crouched down before him and worshipped Jesus. And they said in adoration, you are truly the Son of God. Jesus, we thank you for your word today. I pray that it would penetrate our hearts and that you would speak in your name. Amen. So maybe a lot of us have grown up with this story. And I know if you were anything like me, I grew up in church. And, and um, like my mom, she was the organist at the little Baptist church that, that, that I went to growing up in town. And, and, and I was just always around. My papa, he was a circuit rider preacher. He had three little Methodist churches there in East Tennessee that he would pastor. And he would go and preach at every single one of them um, every single Sunday. And so I grew up in church. And I grew up with this story, right? And so how many people know, if you know this story, like how many people were like the seven-year-old that you were at the lake and you're like recalling this Bible story, and you're like, I'm going to walk on the water today. Look at me. Am I the only one? Um, because that was what happened to me when I was like seven, when I was like eight years old, right? I was like, I'm going to live this story, because we had just talked about this story in Sunday school. Then we go to the lake, and I'm like, I'm going to walk on water. I'm going to have faith. If I just have faith to believe, I can walk on the water. And so I, I get my, my big seven-year-old self, and I begin to walk on the water. Nope. God, you said if I have faith that I can move a mountain and I am going to walk on the water. I know I'm only seven years old. I mean, I only weigh like 40 pounds, God. How hard is this? I'm walking on the water today. Nope. God, do you not see me? I have faith in you. I believe at Vacation Bible School, I didn't just drink the Kool-Aid and the Vacation Bible School cookies. Like, I really believed in you. I took a step of faith. I'm believing in you. I can do this. I can walk on the water. I must have faith. 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 I believe. I believe. I believe. Must have faith. Must have faith. I'm going to walk on the water. Here it goes. God, I know you're with me. I'm taking a step. Boom. Right into the water again. Here's why nobody in the history of the world, besides Peter and besides Jesus, to our knowledge, has never, ever, ever walked on the water. Because faith comes from hearing. Faith comes from hearing God speak. The reason why Peter was able to walk on the water is because Jesus actually told him to come to him. You see, there's a lot of people in here, you're believing in faith for something that God has never spoken to you. And you're sitting there and you're going around in circles and circles and circles and circles and you're just like I was, my seven-year-old self, trying to walk on the water, believing in faith that if I just step out, that I'm going to walk on the water. But Jesus has never called Josh Hawk's seven-year-old self to walk on water. He never spoke it into existence. And so the word of God is the, what speaks to us. It is his word. Romans 10, 17 says faith comes through hearing the word of God. That is how you know that you're supposed to act on something. So when I go to God, one of the things that I've got to figure out in prayer, in my prayer life to God, is what are you actually speaking to me about? What are you actually telling me I need to have faith for, and then I will have faith for that thing? 
See, we've been taught it's, uh, wrong so many times that, that it's just about like, oh, if I believe it, then it'll happen. If I have faith for it, then it'll happen. If I just believe in faith, then this will this and this and this and this and this and this will happen. That's not true. It's like the caller that called into this one guy who has a financial show um, that, uh, that on the radio. And, and, and she said, hey, I believe in faith that God told me that you were supposed to buy me a new car. And he's like, well, when God tells me to buy you a new car, then guess what I'll do? I will buy you a new car. But he has not spoken that to me. And so you can believe in faith all you want to. It's like this one girl. She used to come up to us, and she's going, I just know this one man is supposed to be my husband. Well, guess who did not hear in faith that he was supposed to be her husband? Him. <laughs> and she believed for years and years and years that she was actually going to marry this guy. And, and now she's happily married to somebody else and has three kids and all this other stuff. But she was actually believing for something, having faith for something that God never spoke to both of their hearts. And, and, and see, we've got to know that faith comes from hearing. And so in prayer, one of the things that I've got to do is discern the voice of God and go, God, what are you actually speaking to me about? And then I will act in faith toward it. But if he's not speaking it, you can have all the faith that you want to, and it will not come into fruition. You will not be able to walk on water. So faith comes through hearing. Faith comes through asking, is this my voice or his? Faith comes through asking, is this my voice or his? Because sometimes, like, we got a lot of voices going on in our heads, right? Like every single one of us in here, we've got a lot of voices going on in your head. You're like, is that my voice? Is it mama's voice? Is it my fourth grade teacher's voice? Is it, is it my gym teacher's voice? Is it, is it my boyfriend's voice? Is it my spouse's voice? Is it, is it mom and dad's voice? Is it, it, whose voice is this? Is this my voice? Is it the television's voice? Like what is going on in my head? I need to discern what God's voice actually is. I need to discern what God's voice actually is. That's why I love this story. Peter, he, he, they're out there in a storm, right? Now, if you're in a storm, that means there's maybe some wind. That means there's some rain. That means there's crying baby disciples in the boat going like, save us, save us, save us. And then Peter, his one job is to go, hey, Jesus, is that really you? Because if it's really you, then I will have faith and I will step out on the water and walk toward you. But he's got to hear, is it really you? See, you've got to ask, God, is this really you? Or is this just my voice? I mean, I cannot tell you how many people have been like, oh, well, I just heard the voice of God that I was supposed to buy this and go into extreme debt. Is that really what God wants for you? To be a huge slave to the lender? Is that really what he wants for you? Did you really hear God's voice in that? I mean, Pastor, I've just heard from God's voice that, that I am supposed to do this and this and this and this. Is that really what you're supposed to do when the, the damage that that can cause? Right now, in this moment, it may be what you're supposed to do later, but is it what you're supposed to be doing now? Oh, 
Pastor, I, I know that I've just heard from God that it's okay for, for me just to continue to do what I want to do when it comes to my sexual relationship with somebody. Is that really God's voice? Or is that yours? Is that your flesh speaking there? See, here's the test. If God spoke it, go to his word. Go to his word. His word will never go against what Jesus says. His word will never go against what the Spirit says. His word will never go against what the Father says. So if you're struggling to really wonder, is this God's voice or not, then you've got to go to his word and find out. Because his word will never go against. And see, that's why I can look at some people and go, that is not the voice of God. That is your own voice, and you're walking towards something that's not the voice of God And it's going to lead to some destruction in your life. And you're never, ever, ever going to walk on water. Because it's your voice, it's not his. You've got to go to the word of God. You've got to actually talk to people too. That you trust. And you go, I think God is saying this. But you've got to discern first and foremost, hey, is that really you God, is that really your voice or is it mine? Here's the thing. God will always love you no matter what situation you're in, but it does not mean that he said what you are currently doing is okay. It does not mean that he said that the lifestyles that we are currently living in and the decisions that we're currently living in is okay. We need to go, God, is that really you, Jesus? Is that really your voice? Is it really your voice? Because if it really is your voice, then I will step. If it really is your voice, then I will come to you. If it really is you, all you got to do is speak. And then I love it. Jesus speaks. He says, come. Come on out here, Peter. I love it. You asked me a great question there. You're you're trying to hear my voice about what you should do in stepping out in faith or not. If you're going to step out of the boat, if you've got a big decision that you're making, then you've got to go, God, is that really your voice? And then you can step out of the boat. If he says, yes, it's me, come, come this way. I'm right here. I'm going to be right here with you. I'm cheering you on. Jesus is your biggest cheerleader when it comes to big steps of faith. He's your biggest cheerleader. He's like, yes, come. He's never going to go, hey, I know I said this, but, like, if you could just be cautious stepping out of the water. If you could just be cautious stepping onto the water, that would be great, okay? Because I don't know what's going to happen when you get out here. <laughs> no, that's your voice. That, 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 that's not his. He already knows what's going to happen when you step out. He, he already knows what's going to happen when you go, yeah, I'm trusting you. I've heard your voice. I know that it's really you, and now I am coming. Get ready, Jesus. Here I go. Boom. And then he steps out onto the water, and he actually begins to walk. But here's what I believe he needed to do. He had to silence every other voice first. He had to silence the wind. He had to silence the, the screaming disciples that were in the boat with him. Ask if it's really him. Hear his voice and then step. 
Let me ask you a question today. What are the voices in your life that you need to silence to hear what God is actually telling you to do next? Is it social media? Maybe you need to just just like Jesus did, because I love this, because Jesus just got away by himself to hear the Father's voice about what he was supposed to do next in his ministry. Maybe for you, it's a time where you go, I'm going to fast, I'm going to pray, because it's too important. Like, this is a big decision that I'm about to make, and I've got to, to know if Jesus is actually calling me to do this, if God is actually telling me to come out onto the water or not, and so I need to silence every other voice. And you go, hey, it's great that you have an opinion, and it's great that you have an opinion, and it's great that you have an opinion, and it's great that you have an opinion, but I need to silence every other voice but the Holy Spirit and just go, boom, Holy Spirit has spoken this, and so I've heard from God, now I will act in faith toward it. Now I will act in faith toward it, because faith comes through hearing God's voice. Then you act on faith. Then you get to walk on water. Then you step in faith. You jump out of the boat and walk on the water. I love this. That's what Peter does. Okay, it's you. So I'm coming. I'm coming. Watch this. Watch this. It's going to be awesome. I've got kids, and they're all the time going, hey, Dad, watch this. 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 Do you see me? Did you see that? Did you see that? That was so cool. What did Dad? That's so awesome. Oh, let me show you this. Let me show you this. Can I show you how to do this? I love this. Peter is like, he's seeing Jesus out there. He's like, hey, Jesus, watch this. Boom. Steps out of the water. He begins to actually walk on the water. Whoa, what is going on? This is awesome. Look at here, man. I'm walking toward Jesus. Do you see this? This is so cool. I stepped out in faith. You came through. I'm walking on the water. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What is going on? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my gosh. There's waves everywhere. Like, am I really doing this? Pitch myself, pitch myself, pitch myself, right? (laughs) But here's what I love that Peter did. All the other people in the boat, they had the same opportunity to do what Peter was getting ready to do. But he's the only one. Say, Jesus, is that you? I I think Peter just had a heart to always want to be where Jesus was. Even when he screwed up. I love that. I think that's the heart of a follower. Like, when you're truly a follower, like, you're going to mess up just like Peter messed up, right? Just like, like Peter sinned, just like Peter denied Jesus. Just, but but it, in your heart of hearts, you just want to be where Jesus is. You just want to do what Jesus does. That's a sign of your salvation. When you're like, it's not just about me. Look at Jesus, what he's doing. Oh, I want to do that too. Oh, if Jesus says that he can heal people and he's given us the power to heal people, oh, I want to follow in his footsteps and and believe that I can heal someone too in faith. I I want to believe, like, whatever it is that you're doing, Jesus, I want to step out onto the water, whether you're walking on the water or whether you're walking on the clouds or whether you're walking on the earth, I just want to be next to you. Why else would Peter want to jump out of the boat and walk on the water? He's just like, no way, this guy is walking on the water. Oh my gosh, I want to do that too. I want to believe for that too. If, and I'll believe for it, and if he's speaking it, then I'll come. So cool. So cool. 
I bet the other guys in the boat were like, hey, Peter, what are you doing? Peter, Peter, wait, you better not do that. Do you not see all the waves around you? Like you're getting ready to step out in faith and everybody else is around you. going to be like, hey, you better not make that decision. Oh, my gosh, you're going to do what? You're going to do what? You're going to jump out of the boat and try to walk on water? That, oh, have fun doing that. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. You're going to... You think you can start a business? Oh, my gosh. Who do you think you are starting that business? Look at you. Oh, yeah, you going over there with your little business. It's going to be good. And then you can just come back to me when you're crying because it didn't work for you. But Peter had already heard from Jesus. Peter had already known that it was his voice telling him to jump out of that boat. And so he was like, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get sidetracked by my distractors right now. I'm not going to get sidetracked by the wind. I'm not going to get sidetracked by the waves. I'm not going to get sidetracked by people telling me you need to stay in this boat. I am going to jump. I am going to walk on the water because I heard God speak. And because he spoke, I'm jumping. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says. There's been times in my life where I've had to jump. There was a time when I had first began to date my wife, and I was supposed to go to seminary in Texas, and I'd met her, but I knew that I had heard God tell me, and I think it took her about two and a half years to hear this from God, but I had heard God tell me, you're supposed to marry this girl. And I was like, I just got to be where she is. And so I packed up my 1993 red Isuzu Trooper that I loved, so much. It was like such a cool car. And I moved to Birmingham, Alabama on nothing but faith and love of just going like, I know that God has told me this. And now I've been married to this beautiful woman for 13 years, and we have three amazing kids. And you better believe that there are some people going, you're going to do What? Go to my parents. You're going to not go to seminary, and you're going to get, you're just going to move to Birmingham, Alabama. You don't got a job. You don't got a place to live. You don't got a paycheck. What are you doing? I go, I got love, Mom. That's all I need. <laughs> I jumped out into the water because I knew I'd heard God speak. And I began to walk on the water. And there's going to be times where you're going to hear God speak something to you. You're going to know that in your spirit that this is exactly what he has told you to do. And you're going to jump out of the boat. And you're going to be walking on the water just like Peter. And then you're going to get distracted by something else. Because there's always a distraction when you're stepping out in faith. Let me say that again. That's good. There's always going to be distractions when you're stepping out on faith toward what God has told you to do. There's always going to be those moments where you think the waves are bigger than the God that you're looking at. 
There's always going to be those moments where you think you're about to drown and those waves are going to take you out and you take your eyes off of Jesus and you begin to sink. And it's in those moments when you're stepping out on faith that I love what Jesus does. Jesus doesn't just go up to Peter and go, oh, Peter. Peter, 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 Peter. I'm just going to let you drown right there, Peter. Look at you. You stepped out in faith. You were believing for me. You were doing this and this and this. And now look at you. You're drowning, Peter. (laughs) Ain't that funny? Like some of us actually believe that if we take a big step of faith, that, that Jesus would actually let us drown. No, no, no. I love it that he just goes, oh, man, Peter, like you had it. You got what faith actually was when all the other people were sitting in the boat. You got that faith was responding to my voice, no matter the cost. And that is so awesome. So, Peter, don't doubt any longer. Hey, you that's sitting in this, this, this building this morning, God wants to tell you, don't doubt any longer. Just step out in faith and do the thing that I'm telling you to do. If the distractions are there, I'm right there, but you don't have to doubt. I'm here with you. Watch how big I am. I will pick you up, carry you into this boat, and the minute I step into the boat, shh. And they had a big old worship service right there. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. If he has spoken it, now is the time to act. If he's really spoken it. Now is the time to act. Because faith comes through hearing God and then 